This week on the Fake Outrage Report, we talk about swearing children, looking up skirts, and the genius that is Kim Kardashian. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the show where only our opinion matters. I am Sandeep Sen, and with me is Phil Causey. Yo, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Phil, what's going on this week? I'm having a great week, man. I, uh, are you a baseball guy, Sandeep? Well, the Cubs are in the World Series, so... They're in the I World mean, Series, they're in the I mean, playoffs. The, uh, yes, the, the playoffs. But you're a huge fan, I can tell, just <laughs> strictly based on I'm that. supposed to be excited about it. I know they won in 1908 is the last time. Yes, okay, so there's reason to be excited. There's hope, possibly, the light at the end of the tunnel, Well, I think will. either way, it's going to be good. If they win, that's good, because, you know, it's everyone's excited and they broke the curse. If they lose, it's just so hysterical to see Cub fans <laughs> having their heart broken. There's nothing more. And... Uh, the owner of the Cubs' parents support Donald Trump, so, you know, fuck them either way. <laughs> Not a political show, but I am also happy to see other fans in pain. I'm a huge Yankees fan, so uh, last night, the Red Sox got knocked out, and I'm telling you, nothing makes me happier than seeing those little bitchy hypocrite fans just wallow in their misery and just, no, no, we didn't win, we didn't win, just fuck you, all right? I nothing makes me happier because they're they're the biggest hypocrites in sports. Yes. Okay. So both of us uh, take joy in other people's misery. Excellent. Yeah. We're specifically sports fans. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I'm big into sports. I don't even want to talk. Actually, did the Bears win this week? Uh, they did not. They did not win this week. No, they okay. won last week somehow. But <laughs> <laughs> Sandeep Sen has amazing faith in his local teams. You guys. He is. You could tell for the last two minutes or so. <laughs> We always introduce our guests up front in the show. Today, a good friend of mine here, Mr. Josh Carter. Welcome. What's up? How are you guys doing? Awesome, man. Welcome to the show. We always meet our guests right up front and introduce all their stuff because sometimes one of us or both of us are stoned and forget. Today, we're not, but we'll do it up front anyway. Uh, let cur- one of us. <laughs> Since I'm never stoned that, so you can... <laughs> Touche. Process of elimination. <laughs> So, Josh, you have a couple things going on that you do here around the city, right here in New York. There's uh, Northern Discomfort. Yep, that's a real fun show I've been doing. We're actually now the longest-running independent show at The Stand. I think we might be the only show at The Stand right now, um, the only independent show, I mean. The only well like, produced show as opposed to the, I think, the club. I think someone new is about... I felt like I read some that someone that knew is coming in, but more power to them. But it's it's a lot of fun. Northern Discomfort every other Tuesday at 8 o'clock at The Stand. Yeah, man. The Stand is great, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorite places to just go like hang out and have an expensive beer. Because you never know who's like sitting three feet from you at The Stand. Yeah. Like, there's always like huge oh, names. Just so if you want to come hang out, you guys should come hang out tonight because my show, I get them to give half off beer for anyone at my show. So you could come get like a normal price beer. <laughs> yeah, that does make it normal price. <laughs> no, no, actually, it is a good price beer. You get like a four dollar like Peroni or Heineken. That's, that, that's yeah, decent. that's pretty legit. That's for like New York. A, that's normal price for fucking Ohio. But we're recording you know? on a Tuesday, so I didn't mean if, to say the f word already. So he wants you to come tonight. So promoting. if you can somehow invent a time machine, go back to Tuesday and go <laughs> to the stand in New York City. <laughs> well, after tonight, it's going to be the week after next Tuesday. So every other Tuesday. Yeah, so every other Tuesday. And okay. It's a good lineup. I know Janine Garofalo is going to come back the next one again. I saw that on yeah, the flyer, so actually. I was she like, like, she loves working out. Our show is like a lot of fun. She loves coming to work out, so she's there a lot. So your next one's the 25th of October, it looks like. Yeah. So yeah, if you're in New York City and you're one of our 12 listeners and you're bored on a Tuesday, definitely go check out uh, Northern Discomfort at the stand. It's awesome. Josh runs it. Really big names, as you just heard, do pop in there a lot. And you also have another show going on at... 
at uh, Beauty Bar. So I've been doing that for even longer. Every week, uh, Fridays, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, okay, I gotta go check that. That's one more like ways. a workout room. Like basically, try to put everyone up on that one and just try our new shit out. You know, and we have. Uh, Sometimes we have great crowds. Sometimes we have tough crowds. We usually get somebody though in there. So. We well, Friday night at a bar like that, I'd imagine, is pretty big too, because that's like yeah, well, that's we right get, on Fourteenth Street. That's yeah, yeah. Huge... So we get we basically we basically fill up no matter what happens. Like even if the one time this is pretty funny. One time I had a show where zero people were there, literally. Oh, so it was like and, an open mic. And I I literally instead of canceling it, I just start like just kind of on stage talking to the comics in the room then people were wondering what was going on so they came back and sat down so when that first couple came back i just started the show from them and then it was funny by the first comic the whole room filled out nice <laughs> so it's, it's like one of those types of rooms where you just got to build it you know yeah sometimes the show doesn't materialize till 20 minutes into the show but it's like, a weird thing in yeah, yeah but any show where i have anyone sitting in the crowd which is most times like 90% of the time I will have like four or five people like up front at least or or at least half of it full then like people will come back to eat the show and stay badass I, yeah, gotta, yeah. I definitely gotta go check that and I understand it's your birthday this week as well oh yeah should be a Fuck fun yeah. one I'm trying to do something big you know I you know I just is it sad to throw my own birthday party I don't know <laughs> no dude I threw my own I threw a birthday show like two or three years ago I don't like doing the birthday show as much because sometimes people show up and they want to go on the show and that's you, that's I mean yeah. uh, this is a birthday show and uh I remember uh my favorite shows to do were like Todd Monesey's birthday shows when I was like younger and he used to just let it be a shit show throw everyone up I'm gonna just try to <laughs> four do and a half hours long I'm, I'm gonna try to do that this week we have like a really good lineup too we got like Theo Vaughn coming uh Rel Battle who else is on Von DiCarlo it should be a good show this Friday and then I'm All gonna right. just try to throw up as many people. this might be up on Friday hopefully if I can get it to the editor in time so if this yeah, comes yeah. out on Friday and you're hearing this and you're in New York definitely go out check out Beauty I shouldn't Bar. have said I was gonna throw everyone up because now everyone's gonna show <laughs> don't worry it's there's not enough people to listen to this there yeah, you'd yeah, get an true. extra six comics maybe <laughs> and you'd only know two of them it's fine yeah <laughs> no big deal there and so let's hop into some outrage topics today Today we have two wonderful topics here, as we always tend to, sometimes more, sometimes less, but today two. This one, we're going to start in Allentown, Pennsylvania. There's outrage at a over a daycare facility worker who put up a video online, or, or actually, let me just specify, the daycare worker herself didn't put up a video. Someone got a video of her and then put it up online, and it sparked some outrage. And in the video... This person is prodding little children, like just above toddler age, to swear and call people very bad names. Yes. So th they kept saying this phrase, and I can't remember the phrase. It was you. They kept on saying "you ugly bitch" and "fuck you, bitch." They're, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. One thing. One of them also said "fugly," <laughs> which is one of my favorite words from two thousand two. <laughs> is <laughs> "fugly." Yeah. People, little kids. Like, so what's happening in the video is this. This person was saying to these kids, like, almost in, like, commanding, like, what time is it game time sort of fashion. Like, hey, what are they? And the little kid would respond with, like, fucking bitch. Yeah. Or, like, fugly bitch. And it's all, like, 30 seconds long, but it's a really fucking funny video. I thought it was funny. That's, I mean, this it's is a funny a video, but I would definitely be outraged if I was those parents. Someone is teaching my kids, like, because, like, the best part about life is when you're a kid and you don't realize life's problems. You're not even aware of words like that. You know, it's like you're introducing problems into these kids' lives when they could have like an innocent childhood. 
Yeah, I mean, just for background, the kids are like between like probably I'd say between five and seven years old. So if it's that it's disconcerting. No, I, I, I heard it's between two and four. Oh, two and four. Oh God, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's like you imagine that kid. <laughs> imagine like, that being like, your first word, ugly bitch. Yeah. And, and she just has like different kids. There's like five kids in the video, and apparently she sent it to her friends on Facebook, and one of her friends ratted her out and was like, "What the hell is this?" And yeah. then. And then, like, got the police involved and sent it to the parents. And everyone's just... And there's, there isn't more on the story. This happened in Allentown, Pennsylvania. There's, like, all these reports, news reports on it from, like, four days ago. But there isn't follow-up. And I think this is the craziest story. Yeah, Sandeep Sen wants to get some hard-hitting journalism <laughs> sent out to... Uh, right! Allentown, Pennsylvania, to follow up on the children swearing. And uh, let's unpack the whole story, though. So, who's mad? Because it shows about outrage. The parents are mad. Right. The children. Well, some of the parents are outraged at the first parent who shared the video because they thought it was inappropriate, which just. Oh, goes, that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's just stupid. Like, that just shows that's like American <laughs> sheeple. You know what I'm saying? That's what this show is about, man. It's. Oh, actually, yeah. So that's. I didn't even think of that. There's like two angles of outrage in this one. Some people are mad that the video was released. In, at all because it's showing their child i guess saying swear words and then there's the other angle of like why are you teaching my child to say those words yes yeah so it's which that, is i the, didn't even think of that second angle i was gonna go after people for being mad in the first place well people should be mad i think in the first place i think that lady should like be like tied up and punched by each parent of those kids <laughs> like that's the mothers obviously because then you don't want male on female violence but because then there'd be more outrage. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would actually take over as the main thing people were mad about. Like, forget about the kids. Now it's about men hitting women. There has to be one of those, like, you know, those uh, those uh, fitting punishments, you know, from, like, the start. Like, she has to wear a sign in the middle of the town square saying, I'm a fucking ugly bitch or something. <laughs> I'm a fugly bitch. Fugly. <laughs> and everyone has to yell, yell at her and call her Put her in the stocks, bitch. have people throw tomatoes at her and shit. <laughs> Old school style. Old, what era is that? Colonial era style. Yeah, I'm in favor of more of that type of punishment, like more of like the like public shaming and uh, not Internet public shaming. because Then it just gets toxic, but more of like that, like the funny <laughs> kind of shit. You know what I mean? Right. Like the, the fitting punishments that they the creative like punishment fit the crime type. Yeah. Ironic punishments. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so there was a result, which actually you already kind of alluded to it a little bit. The result of this particular outrage was that person was fired basically immediately and the weird thing to me was what you said a minute ago, where the cops came and investigated. Yeah. Do we really need the cops for this? Yeah, I, really? That, that is a weird. What is the crime exactly? Like endangering a child? I don't know. Well, but that's not endangering. You, making a child what? swear. I don't know <laughs> the legality of this, but I think maybe you could get this person for like negligence or light child abuse. Maybe. Yeah. I it, mean, it is kind of abusive. You think about it. You're turning these chicks kids into bad people but yeah they don't realize they it. don't know better and yeah. then that's that's kind of where where the the outrage is from is you're teaching children who don't know better yet to say what is one of the i'd say worse insults that you can I say mean, it's not person. it's not like really that it's such a bad insult it's just teaching a kid negativity at such a young age it's like one of the first things they're learning so that kid is going to, when that's like half of, when you, that's probably a huge percentage of what, of everything they know now, you know, think of it like that. <laughs> like when we yeah. say the word bitch, it's not, I don't think if we say the word bitch and it's as long as you're not calling like an actual woman a bitch, like to her face. Unless she deserves it. Am I right? Well, if she deserves it, you do it behind her back like a gentleman, <laughs> you know? 
to your voice. <laughs> exactly. But crimes are really specific. You know, you can't just be like, well, it's kind of like you, they, they were, now you're making them bad. Like, you know, you have to have, there has to be a statute and you can't have the kids say fucking, but if they say ugly, like that's okay. And you know, then there's, yeah, a, I'm just picturing like one cunt, of the, it's like four years to four let, years. Let, let the kid have a good childhood is what I say. <laughs> you just shower them in positivity and hope that they grow up to do something good for the world, you know? Okay. And what if that good thing though, is calling someone who's a bitch, a bitch, if they deserve it. That's true. What if I that's mean, their contribution to society is putting I mean, that's somebody not a huge in place. contribution though. That's wouldn't you rather have them be an astronaut? <laughs> it depends who we're calling a bitch. Well, then they can call like <laughs> aliens a bitch for the first. Yeah. The first. Welcome to Earth, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, a I'm small just cuss for man. <laughs> that is picturing giant like, cuss for mankind. Like one of those kids went home that night and like called their mom a fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm just picturing that and just thinking how funny that'd be. Like one day the kid is watching like Dora the Explorer or Bob the Builder or whatever kid's show is big these days. And like their mom wants them to turn it off. It's like, you're a fugly bitch. Like, whoa, read know. me a bedtime story. You cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. So the verdict here, you you think this is pretty legit outrage? Yeah, I think that's legit. But the people who are upset at the mother who is outraged sharing it, when when you get outraged like that, like over something that has to do with your kid, I think anything is legitimate. But then if they're gonna, they want to like show other people their outrage and get everyone else to jump aboard. I know that feeling. Don't get outraged at them for doing that. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, Sandeep Sen. Yes, yes, definitely real legit outrage that. This teacher made these kids say that. And yes, I, I, I agree completely. Fake outrage at the people sharing. People were so outraged to, to make the this sharing. a story so that the teacher would get in trouble. Also, notice these kids are all minorities. You know, that's the <laughs> bullshit. You know, that this is why. And people, when, when we grow up to be disrespectful, people wonder why. It's because they go to, the, it's just a microcosm of what's wrong in like the world. Like all these like, like schools and it's, I bet you that's probably like a poor neighborhood where, they can't afford to hire teachers who don't have more than C averages in college, you know? Well, if it's daycare, isn't it? Wouldn't that be a white... Isn't daycare a white thing? No, no. Like the daycare uppity, is, like, no, soft white people what thing? About, what about, like, the Boys and Girls Club? That's daycare. Or, like... It's anyone, a good daycare. It's a, anyone with a job thing. Yeah, daycare... Yeah, okay. Like, And I've, I've actually shown an apartment to really ghetto d- play people trying to open their own daycares. <laughs> like, like, just out of the houses and stuff in Brooklyn. You know, anyone has daycare. Okay. All right. So I feel I like I feel like it's that. like not good because it's it's just like it just reminded me of all that bullshit. Like, cause like I think schools are a lot differently. If you go to like a school, like if you go to Beacon in Manhattan, or if you go to like Jamaica High, or I know it's not called. Jamaica well, clearly High, these but, kids are in public know. school. I think that's a pretty safe assumption. Yeah, though. but I'm just saying. I'm just saying it just goes to show. I think teachers like do this to like poor. Like it makes it so that the poor can't rise up when like. It's just, and I'm not saying this alone is going to be the reason, but I bet you this kid's going to go to another school then. Now when the kid's in middle school, he'll be like, they'll all be like cursing their mouths off, thinking it's normal, thinking they're normal kids. The teachers won't be able to fucking stand them. They're not going to care about them. And not, you know, I think it's just like the first fucking misstep in their life. See, let me take the opposite angle on this. Because here's my thing with bad words and bad language, because I was a kid that always swore a lot. And anybody who grew up with me knew that I was the kid that always got in trouble for calling somebody an asshole or a bitch or whatever. I turned out just fine, first of all. And the thing is, though, with, with bad words, when you go this far with something like this and you call fucking news cameras in and you call the cops because someone had somebody say a bad word, 
I think you're giving those words more power than they should hold. Because if everyone would have done this quietly, but that's you're you're saying it in a rationale like these kids are adults. Like I bet you when you were a kid, it wasn't like you were you weren't like two years old doing it. I was pretty young. I was probably like eight or nine when I started not, saying bad not, words. That's, I used to say that's bad words normal. when I was eight and nine. That's nothing. You know, okay. like if you see a fucking two, three, four, five, like if you're in kindergarten, there's a kid cursing out the teacher, you know, there's a problem. <laughs> like in kindergarten, the worst thing I did is like try to look up chick skirts in my class and shit. Do you ever, Wait, I got in trouble for that shit. How old were you when you did this? <laughs> five. <laughs> Holy shit. But it wasn't, I wasn't like a sexual thing. I was just curious. I didn't know what was <laughs> Well, up no, there. yeah. No, actually, I was just going to say, like, when you're, you don't know what, the, what a vagina is until you're a little bit older. So, yeah, I yeah, had no you... idea what it looked like or anything. I, just, I didn't know what was, I, I just thought it was weird that they were wearing pants. <laughs> what do you have there? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have revealed all this. Right. It's taken away from my original point. <laughs> no, it's, it's cool, man. Well, and were you reprimanded for that in some way, you said? Yeah, I think that, I mean, I think I should have gotten in trouble for that because I, but I didn't, I didn't, it's not like I knew I shouldn't have been like called the cops on or anything like that, but yeah. When's the last time you tried to look up a girl's skirt? <laughs> that, that was the last time I, I learned right then. And you there. learned, they taught you when yeah. you were five, don't look up girl's skirt. Yeah. Hey, so public school is good for something there. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You learn all the <laughs> basics of life. There, there we go, man. Now, here, I was going to go fake outrage on this one, but I'm clearly already outvoted. And let me explain my rationale here. Wait, no. Oh, 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 I see. Okay, here's yeah. the thing. This person lost their job. And, and I don't know how much this person relied on the income. Maybe it was a second job or whatever the case may be. But in terms of, like, the outrage that got released to the news cameras and made it to the internet and made it to the show, this is a prime example of how fake outrage can or outrage can ruin people's lives and then the rest of the world moves on. You know, like, what if this is the first step in, like, this person's life where they go on, like, a downward spiral and start doing narcotics again and start slapping her boyfriend around or something horrible because they lost their daycare job? And yet these people who all got up in arms about it don't really care, and they're not going to care in a week. I feel like the the, the parents of the kids mm-hmm. will care in a week. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they put their two-year-old in a... In a daycare, a toxic and then, environment, and then there, then there's a video of the kid calling someone a fucking bitch. Uh, like you don't expect that the teacher. It's taking the innocence away from a child. It's kind of like in this. It's like bad. So I feel like the parents. <laughs> it's like bad. Like the Fuck parents you. are legitimately out, and then like I think a month from now they'll still be like, "What the hell? Like we we, we paid in this daycare, and, and then this person not only taught them the words, but then put them on camera." And then sent it to her friends as like a joke. I don't think they um, should be arrested. I think they should have a lawsuit against a daycare. Wow. Okay. I think, I think that I would do that if I was if I was a parent, I would probably sue them for that. Wow. Okay. So this is serious. So you it's, do it's think like, the it's in a way, it's, be... in a, it's not as it's definitely not as bad, but it's kind of like sexually assaulting. It's like taking away no, the innocence. No, it is no, it's not at all sexually assault. No, no, assaulting. I mean I'm not saying it's it's not hurting the person a kid like sexual assault, but it's like fucking up their mental, like like sexual assault. There's at a very no young no age. there's this is not sex sexual assault would mean I'm not they whipped saying it out it and slapped them across no, the I, face. I'm not saying it. it's sexual assault, but I'm yeah. just saying it's in like the neighborhood at that age like teaching teaching someone like negative shit like that you can say it was abuse sure but but sexual they're not well i'm not not, it's not sexual at all but i'm just saying it's it's abusive because it's like making someone do something that they don't know any better and their parent definitely doesn't want have done you know so this all reminded me and you're right about that people don't they don't know better yet they're kids and this reminded me of something that happened to me that i got in trouble for about uh, 12 years ago. I was a counselor at a summer camp. By the way, uh, no good story usually starts with, man, uh, speaking of things we're supposed to do, I was a counselor at summer camp. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, that probably wasn't the best way. Like, that is not sexual assault. Speaking of, I got a story for you guys. Yeah, let me hear about sexual assault. No, yeah. no. I wasn't saying it was sexual assault. I was just comparing it. I was just comparing it, and that was a very extreme thing to compare it to. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's, it's like fucking with their brains, you know? So anyway, uh, just for legality, no, I did not touch children in this story that I'm about to tell. <laughs> I feel like I have to specify that up front. So I was like 18 or 19 working at a kid's camp, uh, like a day camp thing in the summertime in college. And there was a young boy who's like 12 or so. And he really liked this girl who was like also 12, you know, young little puppy love. And this girl was like the, and I can't believe I'm using this phrase. She was like the hot 12 year old. <laughs> The story's not going well. I know. I'm digging a hole. Okay. Don't worry. We're going to come out of it. Um, (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So when the girl was like giving him like the run around and like, you know, maybe we should just be friends. (laughs) Already. What a precocious. And all this shit. And he was frustrated. So he came to me because I was like, you know, like the, I was like 18 or 19 year old. And he asked for my wisdom. And so I was like, oh, dude, you know what you should do? You should make her jealous. And yeah, so then, good. as well done, Phil. As a, I think that's good advice. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. This ain't sexual assault yet. <laughs> <laughs> and so as um, as I'm saying this, like you should make her jealous, whatever. Like go out with one of her friends or whatever, just to <laughs> fuck with her. And as as this happens, one of her friends ran up and was like, "Oh, hey, this other girl wants to go out with you." To to the kid, not to me, to the kid. And I was like, "Oh man, this is perfect. You're gonna fucking play this up right now. You're gonna you're gonna fucking act like you like this other girl all day. You know, from snack time to lunch time, because you know when you're 12, right. that's a big thing." And uh, so then, ask her out for recess. Like, hey, it, well, it, it's it's a camp, so all days recess at this place. And so then, this other girl, who he, the first girl who he liked, was was legit starting to get jealous and starting to uh, like get really mad. And so what we did was like just to drive a stake into it. We had these two, the 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 girl, the new girl, and the kid sit off to the side during lunch, and they ate together like like romantic picnic style outside. Really, in front of the whole other camp? Wouldn't that well, the whole camp? But like for lunchtime, you break into groups, <laughs> right? You know, and so in front of the whole lunch group, in front of like, like all the other matchmaker, all the other twelve year olds. Okay, and but they're sitting that, there. Don't like don't, aren't they kind of immature at twelve? So wouldn't they make fun of them more? And could that backfire? Well, the thing is, everyone at this point knew because the story came out at nine forty five. It's now one p.m. So n- everyone knew that uh, you know the other girl was getting mad and petty and jealous about it. Uh-huh. So I go up to the kid and I was like, all right, do this. Put your arm around this girl and feed her one of your strawberries. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so he does. And then right and when then he wash does... wash it down with the Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> and so right when he does, the girl just fucking loses it and she just like stomps off towards like one of the other groups and one of the other counselors. And uh, the next day I got pulled into the director's office and they're like... They, they, they wrote me up instantly. Like, I got an instant reprimand for having oh, a really? What was I the right up I think for? that was a nice thing to do. To no, a because a having a kid feed another kid a strawberry in, like, a romantic sense. Because, like, strawberries are known as, like, a... You know what I mean? Like, I don't like think that that's that bad. Like if they're 12 years old, they know what they're doing. First of all, you got Did you say this story on stage? This is hysterical. The whole I've thing is super cute and really funny. It's so f- incredible how, like, these behaviors... It's like such a microcosm of like everything. And we think like adult things are adult things. I mean, mm-hmm. this sh- shit starts at like 10, 12 years old, right? It's like yeah. it's ingrained in us. So, yeah, I had a kid feed and I, I made a kid to feed another kid a <laughs> strawberry and got in huge trouble at camp. And it was funny because like the director. Are you was sure like, it wasn't one then you like popped open some champagne? And then- <laughs> 
Yeah, here you go. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then I had um, eat I a pussy. I had some whipped cream and um, everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so then. Uh, yeah, the, the, the directors of this camp were like 22, 23 years old because they're just the counselors who've been there the longest. The guy who was writing me up was trying not to laugh his ass off the whole time because he thought it was what such a funny he, story. What, what part of it did they say that you did wrong? The the, the strawberries move? Well, or I think the, the fact that it was or? the fact that I, I prodded it on and had him put his arm around her and shit. Because I'm like, you're encouraging physical contact between two 12 year olds. <laughs> That's not an okay thing to do. That's funny. That's yeah. That's not like a like a legitimately. It's so funny because I can see they didn't how call this, the cops on you for that. <laughs> I can see how this plays out so innocently, but then if you write it up in written form, like it sounds so bad. Like encourage physical sexual contact between <laughs> these minors and you know taught them how to taught yeah. them game and stuff. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, th- what this... you want to do is Kino escalate on. Uh, By the <laughs> way, I've, well, my only question is why? How do you? F- I didn't know that there were the friends. I thought everyone was in the friend zone at 12. What's she saying? She's friend zoning him. Well, no, no, I'm saying that because I was like 18 or 19. Oh, but okay. she was giving him the fucking runaround and he was sick of her shit. But what are they? They're not, they're not actually like kissing and making out, are they at that age? Oh, that was, I'm that sure was some 12 year olds are. He, I'm sure that's what his end goal was, right? I to, mean, to look up her I skirt. Don't know, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what his end goal was. He was probably looking up his skirt with consensual look up skirt. <laughs> I just want to sit next to her when we watch The Lion King tomorrow. Like, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what his goal was, but getting her jealous and it totally worked. So right. fuck it. You're welcome, kid. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. That's uh, terrific. You got to You got to tell. We're going to work on this. You want to? OK, yeah. I can make this into a stage piece. I didn't I didn't never thought to tell this on stage really ever. But this is like, this is, you know, just relationship stuff is just crack for an audience. And and then you have like this puppy love thing. So it's adorable. And then, well, then you have and the then, part where the kid who's seven years older than the kids in the story is prodding them to do borderline sexual shit. Well, that's funny. It's not, it's not <laughs> sexual. Putting an, your arm around somebody. I put my arm around everyone. Yeah, but feeding them a strawberry, <laughs> I no, think is. I, it, I do a little bit. It's sexual for that age, which it's is like age romantic. There's a difference. Dude, if. If I had a girl over and I was feeding her strawberries, they're like <laughs> clearly there'd be some getting it on that happened immediately after. Okay, that, that's yeah, not that's, something you just do to your friends. No, no, like, no, no. Well, it's a romantic gesture. It's not yes. a sexual gesture. Romantic gestures when you're an okay. adult could be shimmied into sexual yes, okay. things. So it's like to me, that's not a sexual thing that you encourage them to do. You just encourage a romantic gesture to spite somebody else. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, among twelve-year-olds. That's yeah, I mean, the Pepe part. Le I mean, Pepe Le Pew is a, is a, is a cartoon intended for kids, and you know that's that's okay. He's like he's you know, a fucking rapist. Okay, he's a fucking yeah, he's a roofie fucking <laughs> Bill Cosby cartoon character. He is a fucking Pepe Le Pew is the creepiest fuck. Do you ever talk to like older people and they and they say to you, "Yeah, if you really like a girl," she says, "No, you just got to keep going." Girls love persistence. No, fuck that. We covered <laughs> this. I was like, "No, I don't do that." We covered this way back in episode number three, where the trick is not to ask one girl out three hundred times; it's to ask three hundred girls out one time. Yeah. See what happens, and then make that one girl jealous. <laughs> then what do you do? <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> so let's move on to the last topic we have here today. Kim Kardashian outrage. Today oh, we're going to close on Kim K. So, outrage over a Halloween costume that was released recently, selling for $70 online. And I didn't know that she got robbed recently, but apparently she got robbed a few weeks ago in oh, France. Oh, yeah, at gunpoint. Yeah. At gunpoint. Yeah, she got robbed at gunpoint while she was in her bathrobe, and these people locked her in her bathroom and gagged her, like, like bound her, 
And so there's a Halloween costume now that is the Kim Kardashian uh, robbery costume where it's a bathrobe with like sunglasses and a wig and a, a mouth gag and like a fake ring. Like a guy's Kanye bought her expensive ring. Right. And people are upset that there is a robbery based Halloween costume. I see people dressed as bank robbers all the time, though. Skate or like in that's the a good point. Stripes. For Halloween yeah. or just like walking around, <laughs> hanging <Halloween>. out. <laughs> <laughs> see, this is this is always a, these Halloween outrage costumes are always a little. It's a, they're always a little weird as a New Yorker because in New York, people are dressed as the the most insane things, like the most tasteless thing. But it's fine in New York. I don't know what the sensibilities of the rest of the country are. I think this this costume is completely fine in New York. Though I understand how it it's it is making light of someone who got like who got robbed in a, a traumatic event for Kim Kardashian. On the other hand, Kim Kardashian shouldn't be famous, and they're, they're, this this is playing into it. She's not <laughs> any kind of like it's true. It helps her in the end of the day. Yeah, it's just uh, more publicity for her and the family, definitely. But I think you're right, actually. I didn't ever thought of it that way with the like the geography based sort of outrage with costumes. Because I've read that in some parts of the country that are like super Christian, they're trying to ban Halloween because it's considered like an old pagan holiday. They should also ban oh, Christmas yeah. then. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. all well, that stuff was taken over from the. Yeah, pagan, I mean, right? like Chris, the Christmas tree is pagan. It has nothing to do with Jesus, you know. December 25th How? is pagan. Yeah, December Jesus was 20th. not born on December. That's winter solstice. He wasn't crucified on a pine tree. Okay, that's <laughs> yeah. And there were no ornaments involved in that. But like right after nine eleven, I mean, on nine the the Halloween following, people were Osama bin Laden. It wasn't like, and it wasn't like. Well, we covered this briefly for the during the nine eleven thing. We're we were trying to figure out what the line was in New York, and I, I think we determined that like Osama bin Laden kind of funny dressing up as the Twin Towers on fire not as funny. I think that's where the line was, and I think that every you can't Halloween, do that the year of nine eleven. You couldn't dress up as the Twin Towers, but you could do that now. I don't. I don't think Sandeep and one of his other brown friends could do that and not get their ass kicked. I, I oh, mean, yeah, I maintain yeah, that yeah, opinion. I just, I, in that. New York, I think you can. I don't think anyone like people like it. The more outrageous it is. Well, I, I agree with your point though. I that think if you're white, you can wear any costume you want, basically. <laughs> white privilege, baby. Halloween. Actually, last year I was white privilege for Halloween. I literally dress up in all white. And oh, that was a terrific costume. How fucking fantastic. Anyone who dre- yeah. Any white guy who dresses up as Lil Wayne in blackface is dressing up as white privilege also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was a Mexican for Donald Trump. This all oh, last year. Yeah. This has been with us for so long. Oh, God. Yeah, this, this yeah. fucking campaign's been We had some great pictures together. Yeah, we do. Definitely. But I think that as far as the costumes go, like the costume, I, I do think that Halloween, it's basically like, you know, can I be sexy or can I be funny or can I push the envelope? Right. And this is just another sort of envelope pushing costume. Yes. Yeah. Because every year you see, you, you know, like I guarantee you this year we're going to see a bunch of fucking Harambe's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yo, okay. tell, tell me this. This is just a theory I have. I'm not sure. All these people who joke about Harambe, they're racist, right? Because they're like using Harambe, like they're saying t- things about Harambe that would have been said about someone like a kid who got shot by the cops. Like they treat him like. Well, yeah. If you're like, if you're taking a, a gorilla like and comparing it to a black guy in any way, yeah. that's probably probably not the most Wait, racially sensitive thing that, you can do. No, 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 no. But I'm saying no, no. I I understand what you're saying, but like I feel like it's all the ty- the types of people who I see at least on my news feed who likes who like joke around about Harambe being shot. Like they're doing that because. They're allowed to do it about a gorilla. 
it's always the same people who are defending the police. Oh. It's never like people who are like it's always all lives matter people who are okay who are like making these Harambe jokes. See the thing with what, what the, jokes though? Like what are the, what's the like what like, is the joke? Well, they there are all those Harambe memes and stuff. And Here, like give us an example. Give me like like, they, like I don't know. They just have like these funny like they like over tribute Harambe or like his death. You know, like saying because like basically the joke there is that. It's just a fucking gorilla, and we're taking this too seriously, you know? Well, that is the so is fucking... Do you think uh, that's racist? I mean, that's them. That, they could do that with a gorilla. And that's like that their feelings that is being transferred from something else. I think there's two levels. I think there's the people who are making fun of the people who did take it too seriously. By the way, on this show, episode 20, we did uh, declare that fake outrage because people took it too damn seriously. People that wouldn't yeah. ever ever cared. And I, if, But it's not those people who are doing all If you're making fun of those now. people, that's great. But yeah, if you're using it as like a way, it, it's kind of like when white people say the N-word, You're, it's like that. It's like white people found a way to say to say the word, you know, and so people are finding a thinly veiled way to be racist assholes. Yeah, that's a problem. I definitely agree with that. Like whenever I see someone like uh, over attributing Harambe, like right now, like months after that's happened, I feel yeah. like it's them's like really like trying. You're doing what whoever the last black dude who got shot is. Ooh, yeah, I never thought of it that way. Maybe it's certainly a possibility. That's just my theory, but I, I mean, like. There are people I like who do it, so it's like I I don't, I don't I'm not gonna say anything. A lot of it depends on the source, I yeah. do think, and I also think too that in terms of like the stuff that blew the internet up this year, I think that was one of the most, if not the most prominent sort of outrage stories that really went viral like crazy. And I think people might just be making a reference to if something gets overblown, oh, it's another Harambe situation, you know, possibly. And again, yeah. that's my theory. Neither of us are right or wrong. I just whatever. You know, and yes, yeah, some people are racist dicks. Anyway, back to the Halloween costumes. Oh my bad, I keep on. Oh no, it's all good, man. And I, I think this is fake outrage with the Halloween costume. I think it's fucking Halloween. Let's have a good time. It's my favorite holiday. Lighten up. Have a good time. Push the envelope. That's just sort of my two cents. I feel on the that. same way. Yeah, and and the people who are mad about this mostly are like Kim Kardashian fans. And if you're like a hardcore fan of somebody like that, I don't you, think I don't you. think that. Uh, I don't think they're Kim Kardashian fans. I think anyone with some with I, I understand like anyone sensitive who's of good morals doesn't like it. Oversensitive. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, gonna go with yeah, yeah. Oversensitive, you know. Yeah, the social justice. You know, that's offensive to me. Which is what the theme of the show is. Sandy, you know Sandy, you're awfully quiet in the corner over there. I'll go fake outrage in New York. I'll I'll reserve that maybe normal people outside of New York might, depending on what your Halloween tolerance is. Know who the people? Okay. Know who the worst people are, though, of both of the people who aren't outraged just because it's of Kim Kardashian, like who think oh, that yeah. she's like above like normal humans. First of all, like we have, <laughs> we have, humans. we have all these women out there who are saying that there are no like positive like ro- like they they're not they're not saying that there are no positive role models, but they're like out there saying we need more strong. Kim Kardashian is like one of the best entrepreneurs of our time right now. She is like reinventing the fucking game. You know what I'm saying? She's, she's like one great. of the most smart people. She she's like made she's invented new assets. Her followers is like real estate that makes her money. You know her. Att- she's like using attention like it's fucking oil. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. 
Like, and, and she knows exactly what to do to keep her, keep herself up. She, uh, like, and I, I feel even in a way her marriage with Kanye is helping his career and helping him be at the forefront. Well, of. I don't think he needed help with that. He did. He didn't. He was, he's <laughs> super talented. Yeah. He's super talented. But I think without Kim, like people wouldn't hate Kanye like they do. And the fact that they do hate Kanye the way they do, everyone listens every concert he goes on. I hear about every concert. I don't even go to concerts, you know? I think it amplifies the hate, but I think with the amount of shit he talks, he'd be hated anyway. But I don't think he would talk that shit if it wasn't if he didn't. I think I think all that shit's scripted by him and Kim. Oh, of course it is. A hundred percent. Those people yeah. are very calculated. Like I've actually met her. She's not like dumb in real life. She's very like articulate and intelligent sounding. Yeah. Like it's all an act, kids. Like it's all just something they're selling you. And so yeah, like I agree with that actually. She's actually yeah, the character she plays and the image she projects, I think, is is a bad um sort of like goal for the kids. But the fact that she's running a like billion dollar business is a good goal for the kids. Here here's how good of an entrepreneur Kim Kardashian is. She is the first person that half her customers don't even know that they're her customers. They think <laughs> that they hate her. Is that crazy? <laughs> yeah How that they mean? talk about because so so ever so there are all these people who hate kim kardashian all they do all day they tweet about her they share her horrible pictures and say bad shit about it they're really helping her they're spreading this around they're giving her more followers they're giving yep. ever all then all their friends are going to be talking about it either in a positive or negative way whether they agree or disagree that's true negative so they're, comments they're add algorithm it. and because of this because of this, do you know kim kardashian you know how much she gets paid to tweet an advertisement for something how much? Uh, over a hundred thousand. Wow! Like a, like a hundred to one hundred fifty thousand. Just, to just for one tweet. tweet per tweet. Unbelievable. So no it's like, so kids get more Twitter followers. Be more <laughs> like Kim K. I think is. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you have to make a sex tape. Like you can oh, go about it in a more yeah, in a more like positive way. And I read the story. I just read a story that it was really like Kim's mother who was behind the sex tape. Like Chris Jenner brokered the sex tape and released it. Like. It wasn't Well, Kim. same with the Paris Hilton thing, because no one knew the fuck she was till she got plowed in night vision back in 2002 or whatever it was. Oh, is that the first thing that people That's heard about the first about time her? I ever heard of her. I, I think thought, was she, in, she, that was it before The Simple Life on Fox? I think it was around the same time. She was at least on, I think she was like still walking her, because she, she, they knew her because of the hotels. Her name was, she was at Yeah, well, hey, it's somebody's hot, famous daughter getting fucked. Here's a video. Yeah. And then, you know, that was back when porn was slightly harder to come by, you know? Look, hey, that, that video took a long time to fucking see and dial up connection. Okay, Sandeep, don't look at me like that. <laughs> but uh, back to what, and then like the haters of her are just like buying all her stuff that she's putting out, basically. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like they're just like people who actually don't care are the one, the only people who aren't her customers, like people like us, kind of. That's a good but point. But I'm starting to like her and admire her for all that shit she does. Like I would vote for her over both Trump or Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> President Kardashian. <laughs> there we go. So uh, that's a good place to. Or uh, Gary Johnson. She also like is like a. She also just put up like a. She protested some magazine that that uh, denied some Armenian genocide, and she wrote this huge letter to them, and she took out this huge ad. Yeah, she's not it. dumb. Yeah, she's like she's she really has, not. People think she is. She respects my. She does well for minorities. You know, perfect president right there. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. So. That's a good place to end the Halloween outrage, I think, in the Kim K topic. But before we go, we always give our guests the opportunity. Uh, Josh, is there anything you are currently outraged about that you want to? Well, I just I just explain my outrage of people's outrage. Okay, all yeah, right. So go. if you if you already got it out of your system, then it's already out of your system. Ninety percent. <laughs> Any closing thoughts? 
Stay outraged, my friends. <laughs> yeah, stay mad. Hit us up anytime you want at thefakeoutrageaport at gmail.com. Do all the iTunes reviews, clicky-click, whatever the fuck, all the stuff that you're supposed to do for podcasts. And until next time... Good night. Okay, yeah, whatever. I was, I was hoping you'd bail me out. Who cares? Okay. <laughs>